Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. Hi there. Welcome back to episode four of the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. This is your host, Jamie. And guys, I'm super excited today. We are interviewing the author of a new fast-paced young adult fiction book that just released. It's entitled Britfield and the Lost Crown. It's already receiving Amazon reviews that are awesome and other reviews. This book is a must read for your summer list. The author even states that Britfield is more than a book. It's a movement in creativity, leadership, and education. I don't know about you, but I'm curious to find out more. So everyone, let's welcome the author, Chad Stewart. Hi, Chad. It's great to have you with us today. Can oh, you- that's great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jamie. <laughs> awesome. So tell us more about Britfield and the Lost Crown and kind of the central theme of the book and all that good stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's, uh, it's interesting. It's good to kind of start, start at the beginning, but uh, uh, the concept for Britfield and the Lost Crown and eventually this series started about 10 years ago. Uh, I'm originally from Newport Beach, California, but had moved back east uh, to Wellesley, Massachusetts for uh, education and then uh, work. And so there I was 20, uh, sorry, 10 years ago in, in Boston. And I was at one of these uh, weekend seminars and I was a little bored. And uh, so I started to doodle on a piece of paper and I drew this uh, balloon with a boy and a girl in it. And I put the title, the boy in the balloon, and that was the working title. And for some reason, and I say this because it's interesting when ideas come to you and sometimes you have the right idea, but you didn't realize it's going to take another decade <laughs> until that re- uh, idea became a reality. But that's really kind of where the whole concept came from. And so Briffield Lost Crown is the first book in a seven book series. Uh, it takes place in England and it's about uh, Tom and Sarah who are both orphans and they're uh, up in uh, Weatherly Orphanage up in Yorkshire, Northern England. And they're at a very oppressive place, which is, which is Weatherly Orphanage and um, obviously want to escape. And somewhere along the way, they commandeer a hot air balloon and start traveling all through uh, England in their journey and adventure, trying to get to London. And so somewhere along the line, um, Tom has the question that his parents might still be alive. And then you have this theme of Britfield, what is Britfield and the lost crown? And what's the royal connection? So uh, I always break the book up into three segments. I say, number one, it's a fast paced adventure novel that uh, you're daughters and sons will absolutely love to read. Uh, we've seen that from, from the massive feedback that we've received from teachers and from students. Our youngest reader has been seven years old, who is an advanced reader. Our oldest reader to record now is 87 years old as a retired doctor. We've had 12-year-olds read the 400-page book in, in five hours. It's that engaging. And we've had a lot of um, uh, parents that came to us and said, you know, my son's not a reader, or my daughter's not a reader. And so, you know, I say, hey, we'll just give them the book and see what you think. And all of a sudden, you know, a day later, I get a text from them with a picture of their son or daughter totally engaged in the book, laying on the couch on page 100, 150, can't put it down. So, so it's just, it has that exciting book. I think the second area that I would talk about is that it's, it's really based on family values, it's about courage, character, friendship, loyalty. And then uh, the third is that it's actually designed as an educational book. So you can imagine, imagine your son or daughter or whoever wants to read the book 
is not only having fun going going through chapter after chapter, but they're learning about accurate history, geography, art, architecture, and culture. And so it's an educational book. It's a fast-paced book. And what's great about Britfield is that it's based in reality. It has no fantasy. It's based it's based in current time. It has none of this witchcraft or vampires or all that, if you will, kind of nonsense that's just saturating the market. And so it's a fun, clean, ethical book that uh, kids can really read and enjoy. And uh, we're, we're, uh, we've just kicked off our uh, book tour uh, back in uh, March. And so we're on a 250-plus uh, school book tour. We can talk more about that. So that's, that's kind of the um, overview of, of Britfield Lost Crown, book one. And then, and then we kind of go through the whole series in book two. Um, we place it in France. And uh, uh, Tom and Sarah are 13 years old. And actually, book two was finished last year. That's at 540 pages, but that will not be released until uh, next year, fall. And then book three is in Italy, and then book four is in uh, Eastern Europe, Russia, book five is in China, and we kind of continue. And then we're hoping within about two, two and a half years, we'll, we'll, have, we'll be following each book with a, a major motion picture nationally and globally. So we're really excited about this. The feedback that we've been receiving has been five out of five stars. We've scored a 9.03 out of a scale of one to two across all our demographics and we just believe that we've got a wonderful powerful family oriented book that not only kids but adults will love to read absolutely <laughs> I have six children of my own and oh, okay. uh, <laughs> definitely hit some of those topics that I'm concerned about of course I have a young uh, a son who's just really not interested in reading at all <laughs> so oh he's my, he's my target yes, <laughs> he'll love yes. it he'll love it I guarantee uh, you right yeah. I was just sent one of the books. And so I'm definitely going to, going to encourage that. You mentioned that Britfield, you know, I gave that quote earlier um, when I introduced the podcast about Britfield being more than a book, um, a movement. And you kind of touched on that just a minute ago when you're describing all of the books in the series, I'm, I'm beginning to see the big picture, but can you talk to that a little bit more? Yeah, what's, what's great about it is, I mean, we have this incredible team that we've assembled over, let's just say, the last year to really prepare for this. We've got a three-year marketing plan for just book one, uh, which, is, which is amazing. So I'm, I'm based out of San Diego right now, and so we kind of launched, we actually officially launched um, last, last month in April, and kind of, a, kind of a soft launch. We're kind of rolling out into San Diego, Southern California, moving up the coast, and really, I think by June, which is actually tomorrow, uh, we start to move off across the nation with, with our program and our marketing and our book tour. So the movement aspect of it is, is, is on one side, you have Britfield and Lost Crown. On the other side, you have the Britfield Institute, which is our nonprofit. And I really recommend anyone that's sort of interesting, interested in anything I'm speaking about today, especially in the area of creativity, to check out uh, BritfieldInstitute.org, which will give you all the kind of research stats, kind of tell you what we're really trying to do. So with the book tour, and uh, imagine 250 plus schools. I've already been at uh, 26 schools um, mm -hmm. starting really in, in late March. If you can imagine, in fact, this morning I'm off to another school. Wow. <laughs> so um, what we're doing is we're coming into these schools and it's exciting. We're using Britfield as, as, the, um, as the lead, if you will, the launch of the book. It's kind of exciting. And I talk about, you know, writing and being an author, but our pitch and our, and our main focus is creativity and really trying to bring creativity back into the classroom because as a nation right now for the last 20 years we are in a creative crisis and that means that uh, the creativity scores of, of children young adults and even adults has been on a massive and I mean massive decline for the last 20 years yet creativity is at the core of everything and I can talk a little bit more about 
that. And then with the book tour, it's great. So we'll come in and it's, it's uh, I have, we, we do about 30, maybe, maybe 35 minute presentations. Uh, I was at a school last week with 230 students. Today I'm going to another school with uh, about 240. Uh, Tuesday I was at a school with 260 students. So it's amazing assembly of uh, students. And there I am as the author of Britfield Lost Crown. And I start to talk about the book, but then I really get into creativity and it's really exciting. And it's a, so the really creativity presentations that I'm presenting to the school and it's uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful interaction. So I'm asking questions all the way through. So it's not like I'm getting up and lecturing for 30 minutes and I'm telling you that the, the students have just been uh, phenomenally engaged and I do a little Q and a at the end for about 10 minutes. And when I finish after 40 minutes being with this audience, there's still about 40 or 50 hands still up. That's how engaged uh, that the students are, that's how excited they are. And then, uh, and then we do the book signing and, and just the feedback across the board with teachers and students has been amazing. We're really engaging, you know, our nation's students uh, with the thought of creativity, about uh, the importance of creativity that we all as individuals have, have great creative ability and we all have the creative skill. And that creativity is one of those wonderful gifts that we all have as an individual. And so uh, it's exciting. And we've been at uh, public schools, private schools, home schools, and uh, charter schools. So it's, it's, across, it's across the board. And it's very interesting, too, because this week and last week, I've been in Orange County, uh, which is uh, Southern California. And most of the schools I've been presenting at have been public. And so it's just been amazing that we're beginning into these public schools and really being able to talk about creativity because it's, uh, it's very, very important. Right. I agree. I agree. And you have some great points there. I think as homeschoolers, though, it does give us a little bit more freedom to allow our children to explore their creativity. Um, sure. But yeah, Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's definitely something that our country is in great need of. So your target range for this book is middle, middle grade to young adult. Correct. Yes. I mean, Tom and Sarah are uh, 12 years old. Uh, so they're kind of the main characters. And so you're really kind of right there at the, the border of, of middle school, young adult. Um, it's, uh, the book itself is about 384 pages long. So it's a good, it's a good read, but again, I've had 12 year olds that have read it in five hours and it's not because it's, it's, it's dumbed down in any sense of the word. It's got wonderful vocabulary sentence structure. It's based on the three act structure got character arcs, subplots, symbolism. It's, it's a wonderful, engaged book. In fact, um, we just finished our, last week, we just finished our study guide. Uh, it's about 85-page study guide based on national standards. And so Britfield is designed not only as a great, wonderful book, but it's designed to be taught um, as, as one of the classics that one would teach in uh, literary classes or in general. And uh, chapter by chapter, I mean, you could probably, I mean, it's designed that you could teach the entire book within um, two months or eight weeks, uh, but you could definitely kind of stretch it out throughout a, a semester. It's, it's my opinion that you could probably spend a week, week at least per chapter because it's so, it's so rich with, with texture and symbolism and vocabulary and, and sentence structure, everything else that I had mentioned. So, so it's an exciting book. Yeah. And that's, and so that's kind of how it's designed. In fact, of the 24 schools that I've already been at, uh, 26 in total, we've already um, distributed, uh, was it six study guides to these schools? And mm -hmm. uh, that's amazing. That's one out of four that have already shown an interest that want the study guide and are already buying books of Britfield to be taught. So to me, that's, that's, that's stunning in six weeks. Are you kidding right. me? I mean, it takes you, it could take you years. 
before a book is kind of established and then teachers pick up on it and say, yeah, I'd like to teach this. So the impact that we're having is, is massive and um, it's very exciting. And, and I just wanted to mention one thing. I just, I love the homeschool market. The homeschool market for me is really, is really our, our main focus uh, right now because it's, I think it's 2.5 million in total and growing. And the, the homeschoolers that I meet, I love it. I mean, they're smart, they're educated, they ask questions, um, they're confident, they're relaxed, and uh, they're, they're themselves. They're definitely an individual. And, and uh, so they're, they're just a perfect fit for, for Britfield, they're a perfect fit for the study guide, they're a perfect fit for what we're doing right now. And so our focus this summer will really be kind of honed in on the homeschool market. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. So can you just purchase the study guide as you would purchase the book? Or is there a special place we need to go if we're interested in the study guide? Yeah. So a couple of things too right now is, um, and we can talk about the website too, which is amazing. So we launched um, Britfield.com. Uh, so it's just Britfield.com website. And I recommend anyone, any of your listeners, just to check it out because it, it really is amazing. It, it took six months to, uh, to research put together. And what it is, is uh, it has over 400 pictures of Britain. And it has uh, uh, real-time Google Maps and over 100 pages of, of added literature. And so what you have is it's designed to be able to walk through the book. So even if you're a 12-year-old reader and you're reading Britfield chapter by chapter, you can actually go to the website. And so all these locations that Tom and Sarah are going to, everything from Yorkshire to these castles, to some of the uh, towns that they're passing in the balloon, to Oxford, to Windsor, to London, are all real places. <clears throat> the streets are real, the, the hotel, hotels are real, the colleges are real. And so we, we capture that with real pictures. And it's just a wonderful way to engage the student. You, I always say that the website's one step removed from a, from a movie. And then you also have the geography. So you have like, so the first map is obviously Weatherly. It's, it's Yorkshire. It's like, where's Yorkshire? And so you have this real-time map where you can zoom in and zoom out and see where it's located. And as we know, another deficiency, a massive deficiency in our, in our public system and just educational system is geography. I mean, some kids don't even know where Ohio is or Colorado. And so it's a great way to really engage them with geography. And it's a great way to get them engaged. Instead of being on their you know, iPhones or playing these games, they can be sitting here having a fun time looking at real locations and maps and reading about history and seeing these beautiful, stunning pictures and vistas. And uh, we were, I remember when we were going through it for a final final review, I guess about eight weeks ago, and one of the people that works with us was just like, within 10 minutes, goes, I really got to go to England because <laughs> it's so beautiful, you know? So we've really captured the whole English countryside and the cities and the town and the spirit of the country. And so, so it's a soft launch right now. So our books are only available on Britfield.com. We're going to the trades. We're going out nationally. Uh, where it will be available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and pretty much everywhere uh, in August. So right now the book is only available on uh, Britfield.com, and we have our hardcover, we have a soft cover, we have the ebook, and then we also have the audio book. And the audio book was done by a veteran voice talent, British voice talent, um, Ian Russell, and uh, we had that uh, done a couple of months ago, and he did a wonderful job on the audio. So it's a, it's a fun. It's a but he does all the characters and everything. So it's amazing. Now the audio and the ebook will actually be available on Amazon next week, which is kind okay. of exciting. And then we'll, and then we'll eventually have the hardcover soft cover there in probably August. Sounds amazing. I can't wait. I particularly as a, as a mom and homeschool mom of six children, I would love to get my hands on the study guide. <laughs> I'm going to be looking for that. Yeah, absolutely. This is what we're doing with the study guide. Um, we have an ebook form and we have okay. a PDF okay. and for teachers, 
uh, and, and I think most homeschool people fall within that, uh, we offer it for free. So it's, it's retailed on Amazon, I believe, right now for $29.95, just sort of uh, standard, industry standard. But for any teachers or homeschoolers that actually want to teach the book, we'll, we'll offer it for free uh, and uh, be able to get that to them. So they could, uh, they could uh, if they're interested, they could definitely go to the website and send us an email okay. um, and we can follow up that way and stuff. And so, yeah. That sounds great. Great. In fact, I will, I will send you a study guide uh, this afternoon. So. Ooh, awesome. I'll look forward to it. All right. So you mentioned the other books in the series and the fact that the second book has already actually been written. So can yes. you give us any sneak peeks about that? I know you mentioned the country that it would be. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Something I had, I forgot to mention too, is a couple of things that's, that's unique about uh, Briffield Crown is it took me four years and 2,500 hours to write. And so uh, there's a reason that it works uh, so well. There's a reason why if you know, a 12 year old can read it in five hours. I'm still quite stunned by that. I don't think I could read it in five hours. <laughs> you know? But um, we also, what we did with book one is we piloted by draft three, we went out to public and private schools and we did pilot programs for uh, the book. And what that means is we approach a school, whether private or public, middle school, and we would uh, offer them manuscripts. And so just as an example, one, one school, it was a, uh, uh, public school. We had 35 manuscripts of draft three and we offered it to the school and they had actually 200 volunteers of students that wanted to read it. That's how hungry and starving yeah. kids are for something fun and exciting. So, um, so that was interesting. And uh, so we did, we gave them 35 and then they had three weeks to read it. And then uh, two and a half, and then once they turned it in, they'd fill out a, a survey, two and a half pages that we put together. And then I came into the school like for the whole day, I'd be in the library, and then in, in, uh, during different classes, the students that read the book would come in. We'd do roundtables, uh, about four or five students at a time for about an hour. And so, I mean, just amazing. I mean, amazing feedback. I mean, they are my audience. They are my critics. And so it was through that process that we were able to dial in Britfield to that audience and uh, make it work and make it so tight. And so uh, hundreds of students you know, were, were surveyed. So... So we did a lot of work to, to dial in and, and lock in Britfield Lost Crown. And then so book two, yes, it's fun. Uh, it's kind of hard because I just finished it last year in July. And so you're sort of in book two mode and all excited about the right. book. And, you know, book two is at 540 pages, if you can imagine. Um, and it's just a, it's it's just a whole nother level. It is it is very, very exciting. Uh, and I can't wait, quite frankly, to launch that next fall. So, yeah, so I bring back, uh, so it takes place in some key areas in France. Paris is obviously another central central place. Um, and uh, again, what's what's fun about Tom and, and, and Sarah's journey is, you know, uh, education is at the, at the forefront of a, or thread that runs through it. Um, reading in colleges, um, meeting professors and talking educationally, history, all that's just tied throughout the book in, in a very, elegant way meaning it's not a history book or it doesn't get bogged down with that kind of detail but it's just it's done in a very interesting way to get the students get to get the readers really engaged in it so paris is is an exciting central point and then they head down south i don't want to give give away too much but it's everywhere from um you know bordeaux to uh, the uh, loire river valley with all the castles and tom's in search hopefully of, of what he believes are his parents so it's um yeah, it's just, it's, it's exciting. We, we bring in some old characters from book one. We introduce some new characters. We have some really strong uh, female characters in book two, which I think is, is important and, and nicely balanced. 
And even with book one, what I like about Tom and Sarah is that they really work off of each other. I mean, I'm a male writer. And so you sort of had Tom as kind of the central character, but I, I just, I, the book would not work without Sarah as a balancing point. And Tom wouldn't be able to do what he does without Sarah. So Tom's more, he's been an orphan his whole life. He's more street smart. Street smart. Sarah's was raised, you know, uh, in an affluent family and she was very, very well educated. And so, and she's from Scotland. She kind of sort of has a bit of a Scottish mm -hmm. edge to her. So it's just a wonderful compliment. Sometimes Tom leads the way and stands up. Sometimes, you know, Sarah will help him up and lead the way. And so they really work off of each other. And I think really Tom and Sarah are just really great central characters uh, to impact and influence the readers. Amazing. Sounds great. Ooh, excited for that second book. And I've actually started, just started reading the first book. So. Mm. Oh, excellent. I'll be, I'll be look, looking forward to hearing back. I mean, it's something where it's, it's just, it'll pull you in mm -hmm. and you will not know where it's going. And, <laughs> and, the, and the plot thickens and, and uh, the intensity increases and it just doesn't, it literally doesn't stop, you know, from beginning to end. I think, and I, I was talking about this yesterday in a, in a classroom that I was doing where I was getting Q&A on, on writing. And I, and I think, unfortunately, we have so many books out there that from the authors. And at the end of the day, it's like a 300-page book. And maybe they've got about 100 pages of story, actual story. And then, if you will, 200 pages of, of description and what I would call fluff. And it just tends to slow the book down. It's kind of redundant. It's almost as if the authors are trying to be very poetic or show how cool they can write and describe. And what they're doing is they're compromising the story and slowing down the flow. Mm -hmm. What I will do on my last draft uh, is I will go through it and, and I would try to get rid of at least one sentence per page. So it's already, if you can imagine, I've already edited it or gone through it maybe eight, 10 times. And every time I go through it, it takes about 12 weeks. So by that last time, it's like, what can I get rid of? What absolutely does not need to be there? What's redundant? Can I take two sentences and combine it into, into one? Have I already said something? Is that too much description? And what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm creating a very tight literary mm -hmm. novel, you know, that's, that's fast and engaged. And it's all about the story, it's about the characters, the character arcs, triumph over tragedy, you know, the David and Goliath kind of story. But it's all about the story. And so even with like book two, I was planning on writing 350 pages. I don't write to write. I write, I write to write the story. When the story's done, I'm done. Exactly. And, um, and lo and behold, book two's 540 pages because the story was that powerful. The characters were that powerful. And the story just took over and it needs to tell itself. And so I don't waste time. Uh, I look at all those kind of things as sort of speed bumps, you know, big paragraphs, the description. You're like, okay, let's get the thing moving on. You know, right. so. Right, exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. I love that, that aspect of it because I too, I agree with you. I've been bogged down in books and, and thinking, mm. come on, let's get to it. You know, what is this? Yes. So yes. amazing writing. Um, I love, as a parent, I love the fact that you've got not just this amazing book that is of high interest to the student, but also the study guide and then the website that connects the geography aspect and even more enrichment to the whole book and the storyline. And I think it's an amazing thing. I look forward to using it in my own homeschool. It's a complete, it's a complete package. If you think about it, you've got a really fun, exciting, fresh, you know, family valued book for your kids to, to, to read. And I guarantee you they'll love it. And then, and then it's actually set up as an educational book. So you can, you can use the study guide. And then on top of that, 
you've got the website. So you could be sitting here, you know, teaching chapter one, talking about it, using the study guide with the questions and vocabulary, and then go to the website and look at the maps and look at the mm -hmm. pictures and just totally get them engaged in another country and walk through it. And it's not fantasy. It's a real place. And uh, I think it's so important to start grounding kids back into reality as they're being swept away with, if, if you will, just, just a lot of nonsense and fantasy. So. Well, it's all very exciting. Can't wait. And I thank you so much for joining us today and letting us just pick your brain about this amazing book you've written and the, the sneak peek of the series coming up. I want to mention to our listeners that we have in the show notes included all of the links that Chad has mentioned in the talk today. So if you're interested in purchasing the book or visiting the website, all of the links will be included in the show notes. Um, once again, thank you for joining the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast and join us again next week as we talk about best practices when we buy homeschool curriculum. Look forward to chatting again soon with Grace and Joy Jamie.